0: This is Russell Moore, and you're listening to Signposts. And on today's program, we have a letter that comes in from a listener where he's asking about how to deal with disagreements with people in authority in the church. And this is what he says. He says, Dr. Moore, I'm a music minister in a mid-sized church, and my senior pastor and I would disagree on some of the things that he preaches, and I don't know what to do. I feel relatively alone and I'm not sure whether I should confront him or whether I should leave. What I try to do right now is to affirm him when he preaches biblical truth. So should I do more? Should I sacrifice my position and influence in the church in order to confront the areas where we have disagreement? Well, I suppose the answer to that would be, first of all, what sorts of disagreements you're you're actually having. Now, the, the reality that this this man is experiencing as a minister of music is something that you may well have in your own uh, situation, in your own church. You may not be on staff, but you may be a, a lay leader within a congregation. You say, how do we know when a disagreement with someone in authority goes to such a degree that we can't work together, can't minister together anymore? And first of all, if you need to ask, are we preaching the same gospel? Are we teaching the same gospel? Do we hold to the same basic confessional parameters around which we would recognize one another as, as brothers or sisters in Christ? Uh, that, that's first of all. So if your pastor is uh, standing up and preaching some other way of salvation, or if your pastor is denying uh, one of the fundamental doctrines of the church, then obviously your, your presence there— is going to communicate, uh, is going to lead people in a direction that ultimately is going to be harmful for their own souls and their own lives. You couldn't continue to minister in in that way. You also would have to say, are the disagreements, disagreements that would not allow us to be able to function together in carrying out to what we're called to do? So if you're a minister of music and you're a convinced Baptist, and the pastor is a paedobaptist, and he wants you to lead the congregation in songs uh, affirming the, the baptism of infants, then you would have to say, I can't do that in terms of my uh, conscience. If you and your, your pastor are trying to plant a church together, and you have fundamental disagreements about what a church is or how a church is governed, then you, might, you probably aren't going to be able to, to work together. But... I've found a lot of the time the disagreements aren't at that level. Uh, they're at the level of doctrinal points of conviction and doctrinal emphases that are that are less than, less than cardinal, less than foundational, less than fundamental to the faith, or they're in areas of, of methodology, how we lead, how we uh, carry out the work of the church, or how we govern the church. I actually think that in those situations there's an opportunity to learn a lot. And one of the the best things that ever happened to me I think early on in ministry was serving as an associate pastor to a senior pastor where we would have we would have some differences. Theologically, yeah, I was more Calvinistic. He was more Arminian. We would have some differences in terms of um, in terms of methodology, in terms of, of some of the some of the programming of of what we might do within within a congregation. And yet, it was really good for me because I never questioned that we were on the same page in terms of the gospel. Never questioned that. I never questioned that we were on the same page in terms of basic conviction, biblical authority, and so forth. And God God enabled me to be in that situation, I think, for a number of reasons. One of those reasons is because I was able to learn from someone that I might not have ordinarily been able to learn from. So I'm young and immature and... If I had simply sought out someone who was just like me, doctrinally or methodologically, I wouldn't have learned anything. I would have just continued to be uh, in the same place that I was in. I was able to learn all sorts of things from this senior pastor, and in a lot of cases, to be able to say, he's right, and I'm wrong on this particular issue. He, he, He knows what he's doing when he does this particular thing this way, and I don't. Not all the time. There, there, were, there were times when I would say, he's doing it that way, I wouldn't do it that way if I were senior pastor, and I still think I'm right about that. But even in that, it enabled me, because of, he was a good leader in terms of, of saying, this is not only what I'm doing, but this is why I'm doing it. And so just walking through that process with him helped me to be able to learn even if it's a way that I would that I would do things differently there. I think you can learn a lot when it's at that level. And when you have a, a relationship of trust where you're where you're able to learn uh, those things. it also was helpful for me because I had to learn early on how to submit to decisions that I don't agree with. And we all have to do that. every, every single one of us, we all have authorities in our lives, and none of those authorities are uh, are without limits uh, that's the reason why martin luther nailed the, the theses to the wittenberg door because uh, the the authority of the church has a limit uh, when when it comes to the gospel we, we all every authority whether it's the state whether it's the leadership of of the church any authority all has a limit and there comes a point where we have to defy that authority in certain situations we were called to give obedience to rulers and to those who are in authority. But Revelation 13, we see where that, that there's there's a limit to that authority. And we're called to recognize the authority of those that God has called out you know, as teachers and leaders within the church. There's a limit to that. So if my senior pastor at that time had come in and, and had uh, unbiblical views, the gospel or had asked me to negate the authority of the Bible or asked me to act in ways that, were, uh, that did violence to my conscience before God or, or were morally wrong, I would have had to say, I can't submit to that. I have to resign. I have to go. That didn't happen in this case. Instead, uh, what happened was I had to learn to submit to decisions that uh, weren't morally wrong, weren't biblically wrong, but that I just disagreed with. We all have to do that. Uh, if you if you are simply submitting to decisions that you already agree with, that's not submission. That's just agreement. Now, again, you have to understand where that limit is. If the authority is acting in ways that are contrary to the Word of God or are harmful to the people of God, then your submission to that is actually uh, evil itself. So, if you're in a situation, for instance, where you have a, a senior pastor who is, is not dealing with, uh, say, the, the abuse of children taking place within, within that congregation, well, you can't say, I'm just going to submit to this. You have to say, this is, this is an act of wickedness, and if I submit to this, I am also participating in that wickedness. But when it's situations where you don't have that you simply have two different ways of seeing how to apply the Bible and how to carry out the mission of God, then learning to submit to decisions that you don't agree with can be uh, sanctifying. It it can prepare you for the, the sorts of situations that you are going to have later on, because all of our lives, we're going to be both in places of submission and in places of authority. And so they're going to be Situations where uh, in a place of submission, I have to work with people who have been given authority that I don't agree with on everything. And I'm going to be in places of authority where I have to work with people who don't necessarily agree with me on everything, but nonetheless are able to, to work with me. That can help to teach you how to do that. And so the, the fundamental question comes down to, are you ultimately on the same team? In terms of the gospel, in terms of, of the mission that God has given to you. And if the differences that you have are issues that are, that are short of that, then this can be a situation where you're able to, to work together. And the longer that you work together and the more that you build trust with one another, then there may be situations where you say, You know, I actually see why he preaches things the way that he does. I actually see why he runs committee meetings the way that he does. And the longer that you build trust and the more that you show credibility in being willing to work with him and and, and carry out the mission together, the more that that he will listen when you come in and say, I don't think that's the way we should run this committee meeting. Do you mind if I give you my suggestions? Uh, Sometimes the Lord works, works marvelously in that. The main thing that you need to guard is that you are not in any way undermining him. Now, again, if he's doing something heretical or immoral or, or harmful to the people within the congregation, then you have to step away and deal with those those issues. But if it's short of that, you need to make sure that what you're doing is not somehow undermining uh, what it is that he's he's doing. One of the worst things you can do is be in a situation where you disagree with this authority figure, your, your supervisor within this congregation, and you're passively, aggressively undermining him with the, the little comments that you make and, and, and so forth. If you can't work with him, then you need to leave. But if you can, then you need to do everything that you can to make him succeed and make the mission of the congregation with the two of you working together succeed. One of the best things that I ever had happen was an employee of mine later on in the ministry who came in and said, look, if I disagree with you, I'm going to tell you. But if it's an issue short of biblical morality or definition of the gospel or those sorts of things, he says, I'm going to tell you here behind closed doors and then once you make the decision, I'm going to do everything I can to make that decision succeed. And that's exactly what he did. Now, that was, that was integrity. And so make sure that you're acting in integrity and make sure that you're constantly asking, in these areas where I have differences, could it be because he's right? Could it be because he has an insight and maturity that I don't have? Maybe not. Maybe not. But ask yourself that question, and even if you do, say, what can I learn for the future? Sometimes it may just be I'm learning from him how not to do it. (laughs) I see how the way he runs those committee meetings are so awful that I don't ever want to do that. So one day when you're running a committee meeting, you're making sure that you're not doing it that way. Okay, If if that's the best that you can learn from that, then receive that as a gift from God. And so I think it's going to call for discernment on your part as to how deep the disagreements actually are. And that may mean that you need to bring into the conversation some trusted voices in your life uh, on the outside who can speak to you, but who who wouldn't wouldn't carry that out uh, further in terms of gossip or division. This is Russell Moore and you're listening to Signposts.